0: Hi everyone, it's Maria and welcome to the Breaking Up With Toxicity podcast. Thank you for being with me today. Each week I will connect with people as they share relatable life experiences. We will talk about and at times challenge reoccurring unhealthy and toxic patterns that keep you from the changes you want to see as you break these unhealthy cycles. So let's get started and see where this show will take us today. Be sure to listen and don't forget to follow so that you never miss an episode. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. On today's show, I'm going to discuss the relationships involving individuals with borderline personality. If you missed my episode five, I actually have a checklist and went into detail about red flags to recognize in these relationships. Understanding these dynamics of the relationships are important. Understanding red flags and their effect on family members, especially children, who can be particularly vulnerable to the emotional dynamics and instability within the home. As we know, relationships go through a honeymoon period, and relationships with people of borderline are no exception. This honeymoon period can be very exciting for a new partner, as their experience may be magnified at the beginning of a new romantic relationship. They put their new partner on a pedestal. They may feel as they found their perfect match, a soulmate, who will rescue them from their emotional pain. Problems start to arise when reality starts to set in, when a person with borderline realizes that their new partner is not faultless. That image of perfect, where they idolize a soulmate, can come crashing down, and it'll come crashing down pretty hard, because borderlines tend to have a black and white thinking pattern. They can have trouble recognizing the fact that most people make mistakes. Even when they mean well and now starts the roller coaster ride from being loved to being abandoned and bashed, you never know what to expect. People with borderline are often terrified that others will leave them. They can shift sud- suddenly to feeling smothered and fearful of an intimacy which leads to constant back and forth between demands for love or attention, needy and clingy behavior or an alternate with anger and fury and sudden withdrawal or even isolation. A borderline is constantly watching for signs that someone may leave them. These emotions may result in frantic efforts, such as pleading in public, pleading in general, and even physically preventing the other person from leaving the relationship. A borderline may even spend a lot of time looking for clues about how you truly feel about them. They may overanalyze text messages, They will ruminate over conversations and put you through various tests. They can also be vindictive and punish you with words of silence or or other tactics, which feel very manipulative and can be very destructive. What you see is their norm. They often seek advice and reassurance, and they will continue to ask the same questions over and over to multiple people to ensure they won't be abandoned or rejected. They are desperate to be loved and cared for, yet are very hyper for real or imagined signs of rejection or abandonment. For example, if you're late, cancel appointment, or talk to someone that they see as a competition can set them off. You can be seen as either for or against them and must take their side. Don't dare to defend their enemy or try to justify or explain any slight claim that they may have experienced. They may try to bait you into anger and then falsely accuse you of rejecting them. They may gaslight you to make you doubt reality and even your own sanity, even try to brainwash you. They often behave in ways that feel like emotional manipulation and abuse. They will also cut off friends and relatives who betray them. When they split, you may go from being the hero to being the villain in their eyes. They may need to make you the bad guy or the bad girl for a while to manage their emotions. Your partner may even take an extra step and ask for a break. This does not mean that they don't care about you. They're just trying to process difficult emotions. Sometimes they can even hyper-read a room. One of the challenges with this is that they may sense something in your facial expression or tone that you don't necessarily feel or that maybe just is not associated with them. For example, if they think that you look bored, they may conclude that you're not happy with them. You may be just thinking about What you want to have for dinner. Goals also change and may shift. It may be difficult for them to work at a job where they feel challenged. They may feel criticized or rejected. In fact, they may impulsively cut and quit ties with important connections and then eventually they do later regret it. Social media plays a very large presence. It has been found that people with borderline use social media more than those who don't. It's assumed that it's for validation and reassurance. It's important to note that not everyone with borderline will exhibit the same behaviors, and these observations are generalizations for you. In the initial relationship, the initial phases often consist of learning about each other. As time progresses and challenges, disagreements, the stress, dysfunction, and the chaos may escalate, which can lead to conflict. Without understanding the root cause of certain reactions or behaviors, it's easy for the partner to make assumptions or misinterpret each other's actions. It's important for both people in these relationships to prioritize self awareness and understanding, not only of oneself, but also of each other's experiences and challenges, to navigate the complexities of these relationships. Why is it important to recognize red flags and patterns? Because when someone is unaware of a partner's mental health condition, or specific traits associated with it. They may misinterpret behaviors or reactions, assuming that they are overly dramatic or unreasonable. Understanding the diagnosis, whether it's borderline or any other condition, helps both individuals in the relationship comprehend each other better, and it does foster empathy and effective communication. The symptoms of borderline can manifest differently in men compared to women, and these differences can influence how the disorder impacts families, including children. It's important to raise awareness about the existence of borderline in men and to encourage mental health support for everyone, regardless of their gender. Men should feel comfortable seeking therapy and support to address any mental health challenges, including borderline, as early intervention and proper treatment can can significantly improve the outcomes for these individuals and their families. These are misconceptions about borderline. Historically, it's been perceived that borderline predominantly affects women. However, men can also experience borderline, but they may be less likely to seek therapy or receive the proper diagnosis, mostly due to societal stereotypes and the stigma surrounding mental health in men. That's one of the popular reasons behind the myth that women suffer more often. It's primarily diagnosed with women is because women will seek out help. And some of the times it's for a co-occurring condition. So if they have anxiety or depression whereas men won't. When a parent has borderline, it can significantly impact the family environment. The inconsistent emotional reactions, difficulty regulating emotions, can create stress for children. This instability might affect a child's emotional development and lead to difficulties in forming their own relationships and regulating their own emotions later in life. These are some similarities between men and women who are borderline. It is found that men and women who are presented for treatment, it's usually within equal levels of emotional distress. So meaning they experience the same kind of, or same level, I should say, of emotional distress. They are uncertain about how they see themselves and may not know their role in life. Their interest and value can change very quickly, as do their mood swings. Men and women may also be diagnosed with PTSD. Unfortunately, sometimes borderline traits such as the troubled interpersonal relationships, the anger, fear of abandonment, and the regular self-harm can actually obscure the diagnosis of PTSD. In fact, some clinicians argue that PTSD is the under-recognized in a borderline population. Both men and women see in the world in extremes. For example, they think people are either all good or all bad with no middle ground. This is what we call splitting. A person with borderline might change their opinions about people pretty often. A person who is a friend one day might seem like an enemy the next. This is one of the reasons that people with borderline can find it hard to keep up with relationships. Here are some of the difference between men and women. The signs of borderline in men are not always the same as the signs in women. And most of the time, it's actually misdiagnosed for men. And most men won't even know that they are borderline. Men with borderline tend to be more prone to externalizing their emotions. So they usually display with anger, irritability, or aggression, this is outwardly, and controlling behavior in relationships. They have a tendency to express their anger that is usually not appropriate for a situation. Men tend to yell or break things. The difference in symptoms and how it's more socially accepted for men to act tough and aggressive does make it a little harder to see the signs of borderline. When it comes to self-harm, men are more likely to hit their bodies. However, other forms do include scratching, burning, hair pulling, or headbanging. Men's impulsivity is usually exhibited through risky actions such as substance abuse or impulsive spending. Men also get bored quickly and act impulsively. They might need to look for new things to do or see a lot, and this is what we call novelty-seeking behavior. Men are also likely to be paranoid, passive-aggressive, narcissistic, or sadistic. Additionally, it's not uncommon for men to be diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder. They also present intermittent explosive disorder symptoms. And because of the lack of understanding with this diagnosis, men tend to end up in correctional facilities. They usually are in trouble with the law. When this happens, it's usually because they've been labeled as being aggressive and violent rather than considering the borderline diagnoses, especially if it has other co-occurring conditions with it. Various studies have found that men who do live with borderline are at a greater risk of dying by suicide compared to women. Now, with women who are diagnosed with borderline, they usually display emotions internally and struggle with these intense mood swings. And self-images and the fear of abandonment. Women will tend to engage in self-harming behaviors or risky relationships. A classic symptom of a borderline woman is struggles with issues of sexuality. Women tend to exhibit impulsivity through various behaviors, including very early sexual encounters, more casual sexual experiences, and more partners. Another difference for women is that the impulsive behavior is usually presented more with eating disorders and they are more likely to have symptoms of depression and anxiety. Women are more likely to engage in cutting and other forms also include scratching, burning, hair pulling, or head banging. Women may tend to internalize more symptoms with ruminating obsessive thought patterns. Being with a parent who has borderline can significantly impact children. Parental borderline can lead to inconsistent or intense emotional reactions, difficulty relating emotions, and unstable relationships, which can create an unpredictable, stressful environment for children. This instability can impact a child's emotional development, leading to difficulties with attachment, self-regulation, and interpersonal relationships in their own life. Some of the signs and symptoms of borderline are often evident by adolescents, yet we cannot diagnose borderline before young adulthood as of developmental factors. Additionally, for children, attachment style influences the development of borderline A parent's attachment style is correlated with a parenting style. If a parent has an insecure attachment, it will be reflected in how they engage with their children, including the level of protection, consistency, patience, and love that they provide. The symptoms usually appear in adolescence or early adulthood. In fact, self-harm when they are younger than 12 years old is an indication of borderline. While growing up in a home with an identified borderline, The effects being raised by a borderline can even be more damaging, and sometimes it may not show up until years later. What are some of the effects that children experience? They might struggle with emotional stability because of the unpredictable environment that they grew up at home. This usually consists of intense emotions and frequent conflicts. It also affects a child's sense of security and stability. Children may be a higher risk for developing anxiety, depression, or even borderline traits themselves. It may also impact their ability to form and maintain their own healthy relationships in the future. Kids raised by a borderline tend to struggle with trust issues and vulnerability. They may become sexually promiscuous, and they may confuse attention from someone as interested in them or may have histories of chasing the perfect partner who's going to fix them many kids also struggle with the inability to be alone or may settle for a toxic relationship to numb their own emotional pain or even shame. On the other side of this, some may even avoid love altogether as it's too painful or too shameful to experience this. Other risk factors include history of substance abuse or behavioral addictions, obsessive-compulsive tendencies, or extreme impulsivity. Often children who grow up in a home with a borderline are not allowed to express their needs, their feelings, or their passions of life without being punished or shamed. So what happens is they are confused during childhood and ashamed. And because of this, later in life, in their adult lives, this is when they suffer identity confusion. They're not always sure where their are places in the world. They may often change friends, career paths, hobbies, or even romantic relationships without having a second thought. Kids also have severe abandonment issues in their own lives. Let's say, for example, if a child wanted to go away to college, the parent may threaten that child and say, you're not welcome back or you don't love me. So this manipulation reinforces that potential for a child to be confused later in life because they struggle with knowing and understanding themselves and what choices they'd like to make for themselves and not through the use of manipulation. Healing from relationships with the borderline can be challenging, and it can also be exhausting. Some people may feel overwhelmed, angry, and sometimes even fearful. Education and knowledge about borderline can benefit all family members. It does foster empathy, patience, better communication strategies, creating a, a more supportive environment. Seeking therapy can also offer the tools and strategies for managing and improving these relationship dynamics. It's important to acknowledge that each person with borderline is unique and not everyone will exhibit the same behaviors. Understanding and addressing are essential steps in breaking unhealthy cycles, especially when it's concerning the impact of children and family dynamics. Continuing awareness, we can create a more compassionate and supportive environment for individuals borderline and their families by promoting healthier relationships and the well being for everyone involved. Thank you for listening today, and I hope I shed some light on some of the similarities and differences in how borderline personality disorder manifests in men and women, and how these dynamics can impact family relationships and the upbringing of children. Understanding their effects on family dynamics can be crucial for anyone dealing with such situations whether they are directly affected or supporting someone who is, as it helps foster empathy, support, and promotes a better understanding of the challenges that individuals and their families might face. Please join me next week when I speak with John, and we will delve into the world of online dating and its challenges.